welcome to the very first episode of our brand new podcast, My Sister's TBR. I'm Rebecca. I'm Stacy, and we will be co-hosting a bookish podcast based on all things bookish. Past, current, and future reads. Everything that's new in the book world that we care about. Yep. <laughs> the important things. <laughs> our favorite authors, our favorite genres, etc., etc. Favorite books. Yep. So basically just keeping it interesting. Spoiler free. Spoiler free. That is the most important mm -hmm. thing. Um, so we're not going to be going off of like the synopsis too much. So anything that you can find like on the back of a book. Pretty well what we'll be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just including our opinions. Um, we will not be talking about trigger warnings. Yes. Because we don't have them. Yeah. Which don't hold that against us. Don't cancel us for that. <laughs> We're Do very your thankful. own research. <laughs> yes. Um, but we'll just be giving our own ratings and opinions. And we'll yeah. be doing uh, an episode on the 15th of every month and the last day of every month. So keep an eye out on our Instagram for those posts. Instagram handle my sister's TBR. All lowercase, no spaces. My sister's, my sister's TBR. And for anybody who doesn't know what a TBR is, it's a to-be-read list. A pile <laughs> or bookshelves. <laughs> <laughs> so many haven't been read. 800 books. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not 800 that haven't been read, but close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, not really, but... Okay, so just a little bit of a history on us. Mm -hmm. um, we're obviously sisters. I know we're going to sound a lot alike. We get that a lot, especially when we record, like, us singing. Yeah, sounds like the same person. Uh, yeah, we have to harmonize attempt to anyway just so that you can pick out that we're not just There's one person <laughs> yeah um so i know that's gonna be kind of hard starting off especially for anybody who doesn't know us mm -hmm. but uh just know that the one that mumbles a lot is stacy <laughs> the one that's a little more giggly and <laughs> more articulate <laughs> rebecca um but yeah so personally i haven't read very much in my lifetime um 26 years I only just started reading when I turned like 22, mm -hmm. 23. Around that time, um, all through high school, never read a book. Uh, I didn't read a lot through high school. It was mainly like, well, I mean, I'd read Harry Potter as mm -hmm. it was coming out. Same thing with like Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to go there. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I did read quite a bit like leading up to my adult years. But definitely my adult years have been... Not that I had more time to read. I just <laughs> guess I just needed that escape. Yeah, definitely. But. Yeah, you need that balance. Mm -hmm. okay. Do you know what your total books read is? I want to say it was, well, I mean, I only read 43 last year. Mm -hmm. Probably 20. I think it's like up in like the 60s, 70s. Like it's not very much for like 26 years. Yeah, but, yeah, but I mean, you got to think too that you only just started really the last couple true. years. So that's true. I think. 40 plus books in a year is yeah you know this is this pretty, pretty good yeah. last year was like uh, a crazy year for me i don't think i will ever be able to attempt another like 75 to 80 book year that's a lot it is a lot <laughs> but like i also wasn't really working that much last year either yeah and just being sat on the floor with the baby because <laughs> yep. she can't <laughs> she couldn't independently play for like the first year of her life so that mm -hmm. yeah but the downside with that, too, is not being able to read physical. Like, I had to just... But 
I read a lot faster when it's ebooks. I found on my Kindle, I was just like speeding through books. See, and I've heard that from a lot of people. Like I went a year and a half without even opening my Kindle. Mm -hmm. But just lately, I'm like, that's all I've been reading. Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. <laughs> this is not like we're in no way endorsed <laughs> by Amazon or Kindle Unlimited. Uh, but just our opinion, again. Yeah. That <laughs> I think is what really kickstarted my reading. Like, because yeah. I got into the mindset that, okay, I'm paying like, I think it was $9.99 a month. So mm -hmm. I said, at, at least read one book a month and I'll make it worth it. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I end up reading like 12 books a month. Yeah. 13, 14. Because it's but so easy. It's, it's like, so easy to find free. books. They're free. Definitely. And I find a lot of, now, not all Kindle Unlimited books, but just a lot of the books that I found on Kindle Unlimited were like the fluffy. Yeah. just easy to read like Quick you read. could shut your brain off and just just read Enjoy. and uh, yes and yeah. i think that's why i think that's why a lot of the books that i read last year like there was very few fantasy um mm. very few that involved brain cells <laughs> <laughs> no offense brain. to any of the books no. that i did read or the authors <laughs> they were fantastic books but i wasn't focusing on like the world like set up yeah like there's no like zodiac academy was and again like that's going to be brought up again when we talk about our top books of 2022 spoiler <laughs> <laughs> but like i found that that was good at world building yeah like really good I need to... yeah because it was just so easy to read and plus like you were just like invested in these people's stories and i feel like where you grew up with harry potter oh like, it's definitely like a different yeah it felt like oh. a grown-ups version of harry potter and like that's heaven right yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, the spice was, I have to read the rest of them because oh. I still haven't read all of them. But yeah, a priority for 2023 is for you to start the Zodiac Academy just to get a feel for it, to see if you like it. Yeah. I know, like you said, you wanted to get into fantasy, but was kind of afraid of the world building and yeah. how heavy just, it can be. Yeah. I was like, it took me so long just to get through the first, like, I want to say 10 pages. Mm -hmm. It was just like that, that TikTok that you showed me, <laughs> like just <laughs> the, yeah, like the <laughs> mumbling of words, like my brain makes up, I know I should probably, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be saying that like all day again. I know I should probably Google words that I don't know how to pronounce, but, see, but I don't do that. <laughs> that's where Kindle Unlimited helps because you True. just like long press that's on it. a word and it'll like bring up a definition of it. Now, granted, it's not a made up word. Yeah. but but i mean it still it still helps yeah because like i know a lot of people say like oh my gosh like you're so smart for reading like <laughs> if you knew what i read <laughs> you wouldn't say that if you knew the content <laughs> i am not smart my brain makes up half of the pronunciations <laughs> i have lots of new ideas but none that <laughs> none that can be repeated okay pg yes <laughs> parents will be listening to this <laughs> um Yes. Okay. So that's just a little bit of a, a gist on us. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So first up on our agenda, I guess, technically, mm -hmm. um, we're just going to be discussing our top three favorite books of 2022. This was hard for both of us to really narrow hard. down. Yeah. yeah. Especially like you out of all of your books. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Now, if we had to give our, oh, maybe we should do a three- least favorite books of 2022 as well because i have some doozies <laughs> you have yeah i have thrown my kindle <laughs> across the bedroom so many times see i don't think i you haven't read any like bad books okay maybe uh okay i'm the type that 
once I start a book, I have to finish it. I don't care how um, bad it is. Except for that book that I kept telling oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's right, too. Yeah, there's like three books, I think, on my DNF shelf. Yeah. And one of them is that book. I'm sorry. It's so spicy. I, I know, but I just, I couldn't connect. I couldn't. You don't, there's no connection to a threesome and a foursome book, okay? <laughs> PG! <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Mom, Dad. <laughs> okay. Um, so on my number one, I know Stacy is also going to this agree is, with this. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, Pen Pal by J.T. Geisinger. I apologize if I butchered that pronunciation. Genre is romance, paranormal, erotica, mm-hmm. um, dark, emotional, mysterious, and it's medium paced read. So then the synopsis is the first letter arrived the day my husband was buried. It was postmarked from the state penitentiary and contained a single sentence. I'll wait forever if I have to. It was signed by Dante, a man I didn't know. Out of simple curiosity, I wrote back to ask him what exactly he was waiting for. His reply? You. I told the mystery man he had the wrong girl. He said he didn't. I said we'd never met, but he said I was wrong. We went back and forth, exchanging letters every week that grew increasingly more intimate. Then one day, the letter stopped. When I found out why, it was already too late. Dante was at my doorstep, and nothing on earth could have prepared me for what happened next. Oh. I feel like that is such, like, well, okay, I didn't read this before going into this book. No, me neither. Me neither. Like, totally you, blind. When you give me recommendations, yeah. I just go for it. Yeah. Like, I trust your input completely. <laughs> um, and I'm so, like, I feel like that's very vague. It is very. It's misleading, almost. So misleading. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, okay, this book... The spice. Okay, I know a lot. Of, whoever follows like my personal account on Instagram, I put up a review on this on my Instagram story one day, and so some of you might already know this, but I rated like the spice five out of five. The romance was five out of five. <laughs> the main male character. Oh my god. Yep. Like I just pictured like six foot five, like two hundred plus pounds, covered in tattoos. Yep. Like he is dark, mysterious. Like he is. <laughs> uh, yes. Like. The title that comes to mind is Daddy. Yes. <laughs> Very fitting. <laughs> yes. I have never cried so hard. Like that one line. <laughs> the pictures that you sent me. <laughs> I, yeah, literally I had to document that. I was, I, I bawled. Because yeah. like the first picture I sent, I was like, I was, I was coming down from my, my, my cry. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, okay, like this is fine. And then there was one line and I broke down yeah. it was the floodgates i was unraveled yep oh my god but like paranormal aspect to it but it was like in a very tasteful way yeah oh yeah it didn't right? feel cringy at all i didn't find it cringy i don't know maybe there's people out there like some of the goodreads reviews were like one star I was just okay how like, i get that everybody has their own opinion yeah but they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> this book i still think about it stacy yeah. you still think about it like oh my god it was rent free <laughs> yeah I just, I can't wait to reread it. Oh, it was beautiful. Book number two, nobody cancel us, please. Because I know that half of the book community does not like Colleen Hoover. Just Colleen Hoover just holds a, her writing holds a part of, like, in my heart. Like, I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my second favorite book of 2022 was Slammed by Colleen Hoover. Uh, genre was high school romance. It's definitely YA. And it had poetry. So it was emotional and a medium paced book again. It was a very, very easy read. The synopsis, uh, following the unexpected death of her father, 18 year old Lakin is forced to be the rock 
for her mother and her younger brother. Outwardly, she appears resilient and tenacious, but inwardly, she's losing hope. Enter Will Cooper. Mm. I love him. Um, the attractive 21-year-old new neighbor with an intriguing passion for slam poetry and a unique sense of humor. Within days of their introduction, Will and Lakin form an intense emotional connection, leaving Lakin with a renewed sense of hope. Not long after an intense, heart-stopping first date, they are slammed to the core when a shocking revelation forces their new relationship to a sudden halt. Daily interactions become impossibly painful as they struggle to find a balance between the feelings that pull them together and the secret that keeps them apart. I think the main part of this book that really, like, has my claws in it is the poetry. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I can see that. I haven't read many books that, like, really dive into like the poetry i don't know like not like novels like this like Mm -hmm. oh it's honestly i think it's the first that i've heard like okay at least i'm not just like yeah under a rock here no i don't think so because it seems like it's such a delicate thing to bring into a novel like it's two totally different forms of writing yeah it's like it's like opening a novel and having like song lyrics or you know it's not something that True, which again, Colleen is also very good at doing because with the Maybe Someday series, anyway, it's a whole okay. different thing. I haven't read that. That's good. Like I've never actually been to like a slam poetry event, but I would love to, mm-hmm. especially after this book. <laughs> oh my gosh! But like a man who likes poetry, <laughs> tugs on the heartstrings. Yep, amazing. Okay. Anyway, again, book number three for twenty twenty two was another Colleen Hoover book which I know a lot of people are going to agree with this book, uh, Verity. Mm-hmm. Um, thriller, romance, dark, mysterious, tense, fast-paced. This was pretty different for a Colleen Hoover book because most of her books are, like, very romance and very, mm-hmm. like, bad boy fluffy meets. Fluffy feel-good yeah, sort of. Synopsis. Lowen Ashley is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin when she accepts the job offer of a lifetime. Jeremy Crawford, again, who? Um, husband of best-selling author Verity Crawford has hired Lowen to complete the remaining books in a successful series his injured wife is unable to finish. Lowen arrives at the Crawford home ready to sort through years of Verity's notes and outlines, hoping to find enough material to get her started. What Lowen doesn't expect to uncover in the chaotic office is an unfinished autobiography Verity never intended for anyone to read. Page after page of bone-chilling admissions, including Verity's recollection of what really happened the day her daughter died. Lowen decides to keep the manuscript hidden from Jeremy, knowing its contents would devastate the already grieving father. But as Lowen's feelings for Jeremy begin to intensify, she recognizes all the ways she could benefit if he were to read his wife's words. After all, no matter how devoted Jeremy is to his injured wife, a truth this horrifying would make it impossible for him to continue to love her. This book, oh my god. I remember, so I read this like closer to the beginning of 2022. This feels like a lifetime ago. Oh Mm -hmm. my god. I remember I was out at a party and I specifically left early so I could go (laughs) home and finish reading this. Like I was up until like 3 a.m. and I was like curled up in the corner of the couch and I was like man like I was nervous (laughs) like there were certain scenes where I was like okay I hear a creak out there yeah in the hallway books like that (laughs) wow like did not expect it to like hit that good um and then I know like there's like a controversy between like is the manuscript real 
-hmm. did she make it up right so there was like a back and forth with that i'm not going to go into too much detail just just take my word just read it um, i haven't read it yet you have not read this yet no it's been on my tbr for literally like forever and i still have not read it for anybody who can't see me right now my mouth is open jaw is on the floor uh yeah i know i know i've been really wanting to i just haven't had the means yet i know but it's so good <laughs> oh my god um she actually just released a new edition it's hardcover oh my god it's beautiful mm-hmm. um and it actually has a new chapter in it i've seen that she's been doing that with a few of her yes which is like i love that mm-hmm. um, like she did that with the maybe someday series i think as well or one of those books in that series i i love that mm-hmm. um but yeah so again Please don't cancel us just because Colleen Hoover is on my favorite um, book <laughs> of the year. <laughs> She's still a really good writer. <laughs> now to you, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. <laughs> I, I know this was like a favorite of both of ours. Flock oh. by Kate Stewart. Oh, that whole series. I still haven't finished the third book, but I am in the process. I just... There's so much that you can say about that, those yeah. books. So it's a romance. It's dark, emotional, mysterious. It's another medium paced book. I grew up sick. Let me clarify. I grew up believing that real love stories include a martyr or demand great sacrifice to be worthy. Because of that, I believed it because I made myself believe it. And I bred the most masochistic of romantic hearts, which resulted in my illness. When I lived this story, my own twisted fairy tale, it was unbeknownst to me at the time because I was young and naive. I gave into temptation and fed the beating beast which grew thirstier with every slash, every strike, every blow. Triple Falls wasn't at all what it seemed, nor were the men that swept me under their wing. But in order to keep them, I had to be in on their secrets, secrets that cost us everything to keep. That's the novelty of fiction versus reality. You can't relive your own love story because by the time you realize you're living it, it's over. At least that was the case for me and the men I trust my foolish heart to. Looking back, I'm convinced I willed my story into existence due to my illness and all were punished. Like what? Oh, yeah, that I like ten. It, it really, honestly, was to me. Like I know, like again, some people just they don't agree with these opinions, but I, I don't know. I devoured that book. Yeah, like chapter twenty four, I think it was. Yeah, I think you read it before me because you had yeah. given me the heads up to. Yeah, and I was just like, up. okay, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like two chapters away. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, everybody who reads that, that I tell like them to read, I'm just like, yeah. keep an eye out for chapter 24. Yeah. That was intense. That, like, that whole... Well, for one, how does it make sense for that to physically happen? The floaty <laughs> scene. I don't know. Like, okay, but we're just gonna use our imaginations <laughs> here. Yeah, and then the uh, second book that completely yeah, ripped hearts out and then mended said hearts. It, yeah. It was just, it was a great book. It was probably, it wasn't my all-time favorite. Pen Pal was still my all-time favorite of last year. Yeah. But But still, oh. Yeah. Still a good runner-up. Yeah. Uh, Zodiac Academy, The Awakening. Uh, So this one is, I think I found this one on TikTok. Hmm. I think. Um, A lot of people were talking about it and I was like, I have to know what this is all about. You can trust the TikTok recommendations. I think so. So so far, other than there was a couple that I gave like really low ratings to, but we'll we'll get to that later uh, episodes. Uh, So this is a fantasy romance paranormal. 
adventurous, dark, mysterious, and this one was fast-paced. And boy, was it ever fast-paced. It's basically, like we said, like Harry Potter for adults. And I devoured it. And I know, like, there have been people that I've recommended it to Mm. that have also, like, well surpassed me in in reading it. Like, I I got to, I think, like, book four, I think book four, book five, it started, like, almost like double in size i was like that was when it started to get a bit daunting for me like intimidating yeah yeah you have been selected to attend zodiac academy where your star sign defines your destiny if you're one of the fae elemental magic is in your blood and apparently it's in ours as twins born in the month of gemini were a rare breed even in this academy of supernatural a-holes changelings were outlawed hundreds of years ago but i guess our birth parents didn't get the memo which means we're totally unprepared for the ruthless world of Fae. Air, fire, water, earth. No one has ever harnessed all four of them until we arrived. And it hasn't made us any friends so far. As the rarest elementals ever known, we're already a threat to the four celestial heirs. The popular vindictive bullies who happen to be some of the hottest guys we've ever seen. It doesn't help that they're the most dangerous beasts in the academy. And probably on earth too. Our fates are intertwined, but they want us gone. They've only got until the lunar eclipse to force us out and they'll stop at nothing to succeed. We never knew we had a birthright to live up to, but now that we do, we intend to claim our throne. We can't expect any help from the faculty when it comes to defending ourselves. So if the dragon shifters want some target practice, the werewolves want someone to hunt, or the vampires fancy a snack, then we have to be ready. But we've been looking after each other for a long time and fighting back is in our blood. Today's horoscope, totally screwed. Like you've got werewolves and vampires and like dragons and mer people like there's just so much just in one novel like well, in one series yeah that is just total fantasy but it's easy to get into it's a fast-paced novel so it's quick going like it mm. there's not a lot of world building i feel because okay. if if you've read any fantasy you have some knowledge of vampires werewolves stuff like that right true 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 so I just, I felt like it wasn't a, I don't know. I just didn't think, it didn't feel heavy to me mm. when I was reading it. Didn't Not seem like, like too daunting. So the next novel that I had on my top of 2022, uh, these aren't in any particular order. Like it's just the three that I really enjoyed in 2022. Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Mm. Uh, it's contemporary romance, emotional, funny, lighthearted, and medium paced. And I know that you're currently reading that. So. Yes. I'm on like page three. But I'm liking it so far. Okay. I can this, tell like the... It starts it strong, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the synopsis is uh, one summer, two rivals, a plot twist they didn't see coming. Nora Stevens' life is books. She's read them all and she's not that type of heroine. Not the plucky one, not the laid back dream girl, and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is heroine for are her clients for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent and her beloved little sister Libby, which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina for the month of August when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away. With visions of a small town transformation for Nora, who she's convinced needs to become the heroine in her own story. But instead of picnics in meadows or run-ins with handsome country doctor or bulging forearm bartenders, Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish brooding editor from back in the city. Mm-hmm. It would be a meet cute if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute. If Nora knows she's not an ideal heroine, Charlie knows he's nobody's hero. But as they are thrown together again and again in a series of coincidences no editor worth their salt would allow, what they discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. 
I love those books mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. So it's like enemies to lovers, 100%. Like, it's just, it was, yeah. We love that. We're yeah. here for that. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm definitely going to continue reading that. I had to put it on pause. There's too much going on right now. Yeah. But I will get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, It just sounds so cute. It Yeah, it really is. And, like, I just, I liked both the characters. Uh, They're, like, chemistry together. They, like, the banter. Oh, my mm. gosh. And... I mean, Charlie, like, he's an a-hole at the start, but he was just so charming, too. Like, I just, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, Emily Henry's books, like, I've read a few of them now, and she's really good. She's a really good writer. And, like, she's got another one coming out in April, but we'll talk about that when we get closer to April. Yeah. Um, But for now, we will just let you know what highly anticipated books have been released in January. And now this is completely our opinion. This is just a couple that we thought were worth bringing up or that we thought were really interesting. Highly Suspicious and Unfairly Cute by Talia Hibbert. Uh, This was released January 3rd. It is a YA romance. And the plot is a laugh-out-loud story about a quirky content creator and a clean-cut athlete testing their abilities to survive the great outdoors and each other. It's only 336 pages. I feel like that's a that's a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sounds so cute. Like, opposites attract. Yeah. It's YA, so it's going to be so sweet. You know it's going to be sweet. Yeah. We love that. We love a good romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then All the Dangerous Things by Stacey Willingham. That just came out January 10th. Um, this is a thriller mystery. And the plot is, one year ago, Isabel Drake's life changed forever. Her toddler son, Mason, was taken out of his crib in the middle of the night while she and her husband were asleep in the next room. With little evidence and few leads for the police to chase, the case quickly went cold. In hopes of jarring loose a new witness, or buried clues, she agrees to be interviewed by a true crime podcaster, but his interest in Isabel's past makes her nervous. But she is determined to figure out the truth no matter where it leads. This is another 326-page book, um, another good size, but that just sounds really intense. It sounds like I don't know if I could read it, having a toddler myself, right? Mm -hmm. But... I feel like that is probably a reason to read it. True. You might learn something here in this small town. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) A Guide to Being Just Friends by Sophie Sullivan. Uh, This is coming out January 17th. It's number three in the Jansen Brothers series. Uh, It's romance. When Harry meets Sally meets 500 Days of Summer. Sounds promising. Mm -hmm. Haley Sharp has a one-track mind. Get by the cup salad shop off the ground. Do literally everything possible to make it a success. Repeat. With a head full of entrepreneurial ideas and a bad ex in her rear view, her one and only focus is living life the way she wants to. No distractions until Wes Jensen enters the picture. Oh, like that. Do we know if this is standalone? Like, can we read this one without the others? I mean, I'll probably still go back and read the others. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then on January 24th, The Minuscule Mansion of Myra Malone by Audrey Burgs. Burge? Burges? Burges? Burgers? <laughs> uh, so genres fantasy. Love that. <laughs> Plot. Myra Malone blogs about a dollhouse mansion and has thousands of followers. 
but the mansion is more than it seems as rooms disappear and reappear overnight. Across the country, Alex is shocked to see someone recreating his bedroom. Alex and Myra correspond to trace the stories that entwine them. That sounds, it put me really in the mind of House of Leaves. Mm-hmm. And I know we've discussed House yes. of Leaves. I won't go into it here because, I mean, how? How do you summarize that into a few, yep. <laughs> few that, seconds? That's a lot. <laughs> but it, it really did give me like kind of that kind of vibe. And I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. It sounds so interesting. Yeah, like, I'm really interested. Yeah. So it seems like the four main books that we've been looking forward to out of this month mm-hmm. are all like 330 pages, 320 yeah. pages. Like, <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not big book readers, apparently. No, like we like goals. Mm-hmm. We like to see how many books we can read. <laughs> like, I just read a 36 page book. Oh, yeah. And I'm currently reading another, like, 32-page book. Hey, little it's babies. Little babies. It they need to, love. They need love, too. They deserve it. They're still really good. <laughs> they go towards your reading goal. Like... I think it takes a really good author to write a good short story, True. I find. Like, if you can grasp the attention of readers, keep it, and then, like, really blow their minds yeah. in 30 pages, that, I think... That takes skill. Oh my god, yes. Because, like, you need to cram as much information as possible to get somebody to actually enjoy your book. And be invested in what happens. In 30-something pages. Yeah. Power to you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, So, what is it that you're currently reading? Um, So, right now, I'm I'm juggling two different books right now. So, I just started reading this yesterday as I was waiting to pick up my niece from school. This is called The Kind Worth Killing by Peter Swanson. Um, It has like four and a half star ratings. It's psychological thriller, mystery, suspense. Like it's good so far. I'm only a couple pages in. But like it just, I don't know, the start of it. Like uh, this guy, the main guy is just sat down at uh, at an airport at the bar. And then this like pretty girl comes up and like he finds out that his wife is cheating on him. And that's that's all I know so far. (laughs) Um, And then the other book I'm reading is actually a suggestion by my friend Ange. Um, God of Malice. Mm-hmm. She's always raved about this book. It's like rival schools, like universities. Um, this main guy, his name is Killer, and he is like a psychopath. Oh. I will spare everybody the dirty details, but wow. Okay. He is pure villain, and like, he... The things he says. <laughs> good lord. Yep. It's very, very good. It's God of Malice by Rena Kent. It's um, part of the Legacy of Gods series. Never heard of it, honestly, before mm-hmm. now. But very good. It's just um, 400... Okay. It's 468 pages. <laughs> I thought it was... But see, reading it on the Kindle. Yeah. Like, I'm floating through it. Like, I'm almost done now. Um, But I, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's very much like enemies to lovers. Okay. 10 out of 10. And then... I'm literally like two pages into book lovers, but that's on pause right now. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm juggling those two books right now. That's, that's it. What about you? Um, yeah. So I am reading the third Demon's Queen Trials book by C.N. Crawford is Garden of Serpents. Mm. Uh, that's fantasy, but it's easy to read fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe even another series that you should look into. Definitely. It's good. It's taken me a while to read this one. Uh, I started, I read the first one back early last year. And I was looking forward to the release of Garden of Serpents. 
but like it's just sort of kept getting pushed while I was reading other books uh, and so yeah. there was a big break in between book two and book three for me yeah I mean it hasn't been hard to get back into at all um but it's I'm forgetting a lot from the, the first two books See, and that that's... is not I'm not reading it as quickly as I would other books because I'm kind of like struggling a bit so it's mm-hmm. when you lose those like main details or like some of the details it just takes I find I lose interest then I'm like okay I don't remember who this person is yeah but yeah, it's it's still a like, really good book. And I really do like uh, C.N. Crawford's writing. There's a ton of other books like that are very like similar, like Angels and Demons, Vampires. Like, like she's got like all sorts of different book series. Uh, the other one I'm reading is The Inheritance Games. That's for the book club. That has been a really good book so far. I'm trying to pace myself to hit the milestones at the dates that we mm-hmm. like had specified. But I really do want to just read it all in one sitting. Like it is just... It's a mystery. Like, this girl inherits all this money from this old man that, like, she has no connection to whatsoever. Just shows up. Hey, by the way, you inherited, like, however many billion dollars of... Can this happen to me, please? Right? (laughs) And uh, and it's, like, the family is, like, why? Why this random girl? Like, what connection does she have with the grandfather Mm. and all this? And so it's... That is a very dulled down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But can't give any spoilers. No, and it's so. like puzzles. And like I'm reading this, like I feel like I have to put on like my Nancy Drew get up and I like that. You know, like yep. the puzzles and the like trying to piece it all together. It's just been great. Very interesting. Uh, I'm also listening to the audiobook for Priest. <laughs> uh, so you're listening to porn. <laughs> yes, basically. Um, it's been taking me a while to get through. But mainly because I'm terrified somebody's going to hear it. (laughs) So. (laughs) Just put your headphones in. (laughs) Yeah. The other book that I have started again reading is the book that we featured for this month. Lucy Spore book. Things We Never Got Over. I loved this book when I read it last year. It's a bigger book. Like, Enemies of Lovers. Like, he is, he's dead set on not wanting to help. Naomi right like because yeah because time oh yes because like she is well her twin Tina is the one that like caused all this havoc in this town like really bad name Naomi shows up and they think it's Tina oh dear yeah so like she's like setting them straight that like no like I'm her twin or whatever and then he somehow gets like kind of stuck into helping her but he doesn't let anybody else help her Okay, so right. it's like so territorial. He's, he's territorial, yeah. So that's like how it you, always starts. In. Yes. So again, that oh. was like the first like five pages of the book. There's so much more to it than yeah. that. But yeah. So that's that's what I am reading right now. Mm, that's you're juggling a lot. I I am, and it's starting to get a little confusing. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yep. Yeah. But speaking of the things we never got over, that is now going to be our featured read for January's month. For whoever is listening, if there is anybody listening to us, um, <laughs> if you don't follow our social media, you didn't see our post about it. Um, so basically, every month we're going to be having a thing that we call a featured read. Mm-hmm. A book that we are going to post on our social media at the beginning of each month and then at the end of month episode, so the last day of the month, we will be discussing spoiler free mm-hmm. yeah. that book. Um we rated it. Yeah. Yeah. Review, rate, opinions, thoughts, mm-hmm. concerns, inquiries. All while trying to stay spoiler free. It's yeah. gonna be difficult, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. 
you can read along with us and at the end of the month you join in on the discussion i mean send mm-hmm. us messages on instagram comment on the post you know give us your thoughts on it and and we'll include that in our discussion then in our end of month episode so that'll be cool you know if you want to get your name in there <laughs> and all of our what probably five listeners <laughs> <laughs> we probably lost them uh, when you started talking about threesomes and foursomes so <laughs> Hey, I only want the good ones to stick with us. So if you if that interests you, <laughs> just stay, just stick with us. We'll yeah. we'll show you where to go. <laughs> so the uh, things we never got over book is it's number one of the Knock 'em Out series. The next one is coming out in February. So hint, hint. <laughs> it's a big book. I mean, it's five hundred seventy-two pages. I need to start that. Uh, you do. You have ASAP. like yeah. I'm not good with big books, man, <laughs> as you can tell. But just just listen to this description, though. Okay. Bearded bad boy barber Knox. I mean, even the that, name. Right Knox. there. I don't even need to hear anything else. Like, that's unlocked. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Continue. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Prefers to live his life the way he takes his coffee. Alone. Unless you count his basset hound, Waylon. Uh, Knox doesn't tolerate drama, even when it comes in the form of a stranded runaway bride. Naomi wasn't just running away from her wedding. She was riding to the rescue of her estranged twin to Nakamate, Virginia, a rough around the edges town where disputes are settled the old fashioned way with fists and beer, usually in that order. Too bad for Naomi. Her evil twin hasn't changed at all. After helping herself to Naomi's car and cash, Tina leaves her with something unexpected. The niece Naomi didn't know she had. Now she's stuck in town with no car, no job, no plan, and no home with an 11-year-old going on 30 to take care of. There's a reason Knox doesn't do complications or high-maintenance women, especially not the romantic ones. But since Naomi's life imploded right in front of him, the least he can do is help her out of her jam. And just as soon as as she stops getting into new trouble, he can leave her alone and go back to his peaceful, solitary life. Mm -hmm. At least that's the plan until the trouble turns to real danger. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. See that, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Like, I hope that it's, oh, I mean, you already read it, yeah. but like, I'm glad that it's a big book because I find like, there's so many books that I read and it's only like 300 pages and I'm like, I want there to be more pages. Yes. Like, I'm not ready to end this yet. There was a point in this novel and I'm sure anybody else who read it will know what I'm talking about, but there's a point where it felt like it was done. Like the novel was like, that's where it ended. But then it was just like, bang, doors wide open again. And oh here's a whole other section of their life. So, okay. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. I know there are a couple of my friends who have already started that book and they started it before we even announced that the featured read. Right. So like you guys are ready. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Mm -hmm. I will be personally messaging you. If you don't (laughs) message me with your thoughts, (laughs) I will be getting it. (laughs) We will hound. Yep. So if there's any specific like books or authors or genres or anything that you guys actually want to hear us talk about in future episodes, definitely send us a message or a comment. Just yeah, just let us know like what will keep you guys listening. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, we could sit here and talk all day Mm -hmm. about complete nonsense. that you guys don't care about but uh we we would like to have this as like a community thing like Mm -hmm. you know involve everybody yep yeah so just again give us a follow on instagram my sister's tbr and every episode is going to be somewhat different like we're not going to be just like talking about the same Mm -hmm. boring nonsense every single episode like we're going to be trying to switch it up every episode every couple months we're going to have like specific genres or authors that we're going to focus on 
shoot us your requests. If there's like a certain one that you really want us to read and you want mm-hmm. us to talk about and make it a featured book, mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll definitely take some recommendations into consideration. Whoever is listening, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thanks for the support. It's been fun. Bye.